Rad Radio presents the Rad Probcast. Get it? It's a podcast hosted by a guy named Rob. So it's a Probcast. Very clever. And now, here's your host, a guy named Rob. My guest for this week's Probcast is once again my wife, Christina. Don't sound so overjoyed. No, I am overjoyed. You were just being attitudinal right before we began recording. And so, that's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Right. So we're going to move forward. So um, (laughs) we continue to do like these, like the probcasts are usually like deep dives, but with us, it's kind of more a little bit, yeah, they get to know more uh, more about us, but also we get to be more relatable and talk about stuff. So I have been making notes of various silly, ridiculous things that you've said over the last couple of weeks. That I've said. Or or that you've said. Or interactions that we've had where I thought, oh, well, that that would be kind of cool to talk about on the Probcast. Okay. So, here's here's one, and I need you to take the lead on this because I don't have the, um, the visual, that's not the word I'm looking for, the perspective that you had. Yes, in the background, if you hear noise, our dogs, including Maestro, who's in his kennel, who's usually an excellent kennel dog, just pounded on his jail bar cells like he wants to be let out, which that's not going to happen. So, I feel like my nose is at the level of this microphone. Well, then I feel like you move before we, we set up. The, it, you're not you're not breathing into the, the into the mic. No one's That's hearing you breathe. That's what I breathe. feel like. Oh, okay. I'm like. I thought you were more worried that the camera, which we actually think is working this time, unlike our last broadcast, <laughs> yeah, because uh, we've upgraded the equipment and taken yes. quality control away from you. Um, what? I thought you were more worried about your face being. Blocked. Oh no, I was your worried about them hearing face. me. Breathe. <laughs> No, that no, creepy. these aren't those kind of microphones. You're fine. Right, sorry. Okay, go back to your spot. You're professional. My bad. So, um, as I was saying, you need to take the lead on this because I know it's relatable, but I don't have the perspective that you had. So we had a, a, a I don't know, a week or two ago, we had a, we had a sex accident. Oh, gosh. Do you remember? Oh, I know you remember, but you were laughing so hard about it the next morning, but I can't describe what happened. And um, I know this happens to everybody. Because we have another one in the past from Hawaii that was your fault, but I don't know. I think you blamed this one on me. So, uh, to spare the graphicness of it, we were in the traditional position. Oh, that's boring. Well, we were being boring that night. I think we also just kind of, we had a long night and we were just like, we're finishing it off. Whatever. It's still fun. Whatever position we're in, it's still fun. (laughs) I don't know what that... Thanks, babe. I'm just... (laughs) We have our nights where we're just, you know, keep it clean. And so we have our floors upstairs because we used to have carpet. So we have hardwood floors now. Yeah, we used to have carpet upstairs. Now we have hardwood floors. Hardwood floors. We recently put the hardwood floors in. Wait, are we talking about the flooring? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Because I was going to say. I thought I was taking the lead here. There's been hardwood floors the entire time I've known you. But Thanks, babe. Now we're talking about flooring. So we. Hello. Rob is standing on the floor. I'm not. Wait, what? Rob is standing on the floor. Oh, I'm not. Okay, so I thought we were in missionary based on yes. your story. Well, I'm standing on the floor. So oh, well, maybe usual missionary's different... on the bed and you're on your back. Okay, well, it's that, but Rob's standing. Yeah, so... Well, that's a little better than boring old missionary. Yeah, so I when I get in bed, 
I just like whatever I'm wearing, I take it off and I put it on the floor next to my side of the bed because in the morning I just want to reach down, get dressed and hop out of bed and do what I'm going to do. And uh, side note, you don't hop out of bed. You cry, whine, <laughs> moan, pout, roll, stumble, eventually get out of bed and then pout more and be a biscuit. Just for the record. Okay. Continue. So I that night I took my things off and but we had friends over that night, right? That's, but not while we're doing no, it. I think that's important to <laughs> make sure that everybody point. understands. We didn't Good run point. upstairs to do this while they're downstairs. Nor did we invite anybody. No. And that's fine if that's what you do, but we don't. Yeah, that's not our that's not our thing. But we had friends over that night for like a game night, so we were both tired. We had we were tipsy plus some. Um, and I, t- I just took my things off. I'm tired. I'm throwing on the ground. I'm ready to go to sleep. And so either way, Rob is in the position he's in, and he steps <laughs> on one of my articles of clothing. <laughs> and I'm facing him, so I see his face this whole time, and I'm stabilized on the bed, and he just slips. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love he this story. Sleeps. You can't tell the story without laughing. Just like it's almost like cartoonish, where you, you was it like a banana peel, like a, almost like a banana peel thing, where if you step on it and you have the the forward moving momentum or whatever momentum you're doing, you're gonna get flipped backwards. Your, his feet got swept from under him, <laughs> and he's just I see his panicked face, and he's just like oh no, and he goes down. <laughs> So I like fall back like the, the proverbial action hero yes, falling off the yes. top of a building. Like almost like falling back in the V position where your feet fall Bang. over your head. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Thinking he's going to stay down there. He pops back up and he's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he just wants to start back where we, where we, where we left off. And I'm like, baby, okay. He's like, just stop it. It's fine. <laughs> but visualizing it. Babe, well, I'm so I remember, sorry I'm laughing at your misfortune, but visualizing it is hilarious. No, but I remember because the next morning, I think I golfed <laughs> the next morning. You did. Because um, the first thing that you said to me was, am I sore from our sex injury? I'm like, no, I felt fine. Was it that violent? And you, it, it was, really was. It was. <laughs> it was. It, it, yeah. I think because your brain in those moments when you're the observer you see all of the, you see it in slow motion, like, oh no, and you see all of the micro expressions and. <laughs> micro? Mike, okay. From Dirty Jobs? What? So, what was the one? So, so the one in Hawaii, I felt you, like, you kind of bucked me off. You, like, I, I was, was I, like, you were a, a Bronco Bull or something. Yeah. Cause I got, I got expelled deep into the floor. And we weren't familiar with the house. So, we kind of, we, there was like a, um, TV stand or something behind you, and I think you oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. like kicked me into the TV stand. Not on a, not on purpose. Not on accident. Oh. You were going to say, says <laughs> the Freudian slip. Oh, oh, Freudian. No, yes, we have to talk about that. Oh, it. Why? Oh my God, we talked about this last time. Why are you so ele- intelligent and educated, and yet you do this bullshit? You know it's not. Freudian, but Freud, it's easier to Sigmund say. Freud, Freudian. I don't slip. know anything about that person. You really? What I do really? know about wait, 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 Freudian slip. High school graduate, college graduate, law school graduate, Juris Doctor. Yes, and you don't know who Sigmund Freud is. No, I don't. I never had a reason to know. 
you you learned. I promised you, you learned about no, it I along didn't. the way. Yes, no, you, you know his name. I cheated on whatever test that was on. Everyone knows what a Freudian slip is. I know what a Freudian slip There's is. There's no such goddamn thing as a Freudian slip. But I know what it is. It isn't anything, is what it is. It's non-existent. Hmm. There's no Freudian slips. Okay. D- now there is. No, there isn't. Okay. It's Freudian slip in my vocabulary because if I try if I try to say just on the fly Freudian Freudian slip Freud Fre- say Freud Freud my mouth doesn't move that way Freud what is wrong with you Freud. I don't say Freudian Freud Freud see you even look funny saying it well, it's not about looking funny it's about pronouncing it right Freud okay well I'd rather say Freudian but that's wrong that's fine. Why? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about when I say it and when I communicate it to other people. But Even if I sound stupid, I they they know what I'm talking about. So I do you say this to other people and they don't correct you? I don't use that in my vocabulary, really, unless oh, I'm talking to you. God, are we done yet? This is exhausting already. Yeah, what if a Rodian slip? No, no, that's not even the right that's, use. Yeah, of the that's term. not the right. Yeah, you're right. I'll give you that one. So I believe it was one of the mornings after the sex incident. Because we did this weird thing where we had a few nights of really late night sex during the week, which is not necessarily, quote, normal for us because of our different schedules and I'm asleep at 11.30 when you may be coming to bed and et cetera. So there was one morning where I didn't have a lot of sleep and I wound up being late. Mm to get to the studio and I I texted you once I got to the studio to ask if I had broken the Williams family land speed record in the Corvette. Remember? Oh. Oh yes, 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 yes. Prior to to this incident, you had the land speed record in our Corvette. I did. Um, whoop, whoop, which whoop. I, I I don't remember what the circumstance was or even what the speed was. Do you remember? So I <laughs> I do remember. Someone was, like, you know when people come up to you and they pace you on the freeway yeah. because they want to race you or Mustangs. they want to or they want to say hi? Because I never know what it is in, in the Corvette. If I'm in my car, I'm, I don't, it's just someone being an, an asshole um, because <laughs> I don't have the obnoxious car that you drive on the daily. So when I do drive the Corvette, I know that if someone is pacing me, it's either a listener trying to wave it's someone trying to take a video or a picture. Um, and those first two are fine. Yeah, and those first two, are they're fine and dandy, and I always try and wave, but I, I do like to keep my eyes on the road because I'm typically speeding, and I'm typically um, not in a position to want to swivel my head around and stuff just for safety. and Or I'm dancing. That's the main reason. I'm dancing and singing to whatever song <laughs> that I'm blasting. Ugh. I'm an in-car dancer. I always have in-car concerts. And so anyway, this time I was coming home from brunch and someone pulled up beside me and gave me like the thumbs up to the car. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And I think they were in a Camaro. Of course. I think they're in a Camaro. Mustangs, Camaros, Challengers, (laughs) Chargers. But they were pacing me and I'm like, "Okay, hi, bye. And you could tell that the person wanted to you know, like, vroom, 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 and there's open road, and I'm also like, you know, fine. I haven't I haven't really, you know, pedaled to the metal in the Corvette. And so I was like, mm. I checked it out. I made sure I was safe, and I just gunned it for, like, a second or two, 
and I got up to whatever. I think it, at that point it was like a hundred and or hundred something. And then hold on, excuse me. I'm not done with my story. I don't know what that face is for a hundred something. I'm sorry. I don't just cruise at a hundred like you. Yeah. For the record. And we have a record. I didn't say a goddamn thing. Your face <laughs> said it all. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so we, he and then he did his vroom, 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 and I was like, okay, whatever. You can vroom, 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 did he, your, did he keep up with you? Or oh, catch up to you? Because no, it was like it's like we you. took turns. It's okay. like we took turns. It's not because I was I'm I'm not gonna ever race someone side to side. I think to me, I'm not comfortable with it. I think it's a little dangerous because I don't know if they know how to keep control of their vehicle. Like, Fuck you know, them. It's whether or not you know how to keep control of your vehicle. No, I know. And if they don't keep control of their vehicle, they're coming at my vehicle and spinning me off the road. So hell no. That's why you go faster. <sighs> leave the destruction in your rearview mirror. Okay. You're right, but no. I'm. <laughs> everyone has their comfort zone. So at this point in time. Yes, that's right. We're advocating for street racing on this yeah, problem. No, episode. don't do that. It's not safe. This was quite illegal. I just didn't get caught. <laughs> And so it was my turn to go again. And I was like, all right, I kind of just want to like do a finishing. Okay, we're done. Leave me alone. I want to drive safely now to get home. And I don't want to get a ticket for felony speeding. (laughs) Not going to look good for the California State Bar. And um, so I just, I gunned it for a little bit longer than however many seconds. And once I took my foot off the pedal, it was at 138, 128, what was it? Because you always misquote it. You said like 140. It was 138 because when I took my foot off. Okay. I'm, That's I'm, right. Yeah. I'm when I took when story. I took my I'm trying to remember because you told me I'm trying I'm trying not to think of your story that you told me right. on Vox. But 138 was what I got it up to. But that was when I took my foot off, so I sure was faster. But we're going with 138 as your recorded time. 138 is my I recorded time. 142 was your recorded time. Which I think you said you did the math. That's why. Because, because you said I you looked, did the math because, of me taking my foot off the off the gas and then looking down. Because I'm not looking at my speedometer when I'm gunning it. Like I'm looking at the road. Right. So I'm scanning the road. And so once I took my foot off of the gas, it went down to 138. Because it keep, it's a digital, for people that don't know what it is. Um, the, the dash because some people have the thingy the little the, the needle, wind the, the needle, needle yes of and the we, yes we have the digital speedometer just right. well i'm just trying to give the give the visual mr radio man so the so the morning <laughs> that i was referring to i was late and i needed to get to the studio as quickly as i could to make up for the lost time of the lack of sleep that i got because you pretty much molested me late at night hmm. so uh i i hit i did i hit i hit the freeway at 100, and I was planning on going 100 the entire time, perfect cruising speed, and I got behind some fucking ass mm. in the left lane, far left lane. You know, it's 4 a.m., there's nobody on the road, there's no reason to not get over, and because it's dark, headlights, it's, right. you can't not see, right? right? Yeah. And, and I was so irritated that I was dropping down to like 85, 80 miles an hour, there's no reason you can't get over, that I just went over to the center lane, punched it, and just decided to punch it as far as I felt possible. (laughs) And I got to, I because I'm a trained driver, I'm able to both watch the road and the speedometer. I noticed that my maximum speed, I got to 148, and I was fine. Hmm. I mean, the, the, the amazing thing, as you know, because we do drive the car, is that 
that car feels exceptionally safe at yes. 150 miles an hour. It does. It's like, we could do this all day, but there's other people on the road. And so I was catching up to them fast. And of course, the only thing on the road with me at 4 a.m. are semi-trucks, construction workers, and drunks. Yep. So <laughs> as, I, as I'm coming up to one of the last two categories, because the semi-truckers are still pretty good about being the two right lanes, I'm like, okay, I got to let off. And it was 148. Oh, wow. Uh, and so, which well, I bravo, think, babe. other than the racetrack, that's the fastest I've been on a on a highway, on a land road wow. in the Corvette. Because when I had my very first Corvette in Seattle, I think it was 135 I hit over the bridge. But yeah, 148 was pretty pretty moving but it didn't feel like it it doesn't at all you feel like you're floating and then for me and this is an overstatement but it's still kind of i still feel this way a little bit going slower in the corvette is almost more anxious it makes me more anxious than going faster because yeah it feels like okay i feel like something's off something's about to happen someone's doing something stupid and that's probably why because the circumstances of going slower in the corvette is typically because you're trying to avoid idiots or someone swerving doing something stupid or you're in traffic um, so yeah, good job, babe. You beat me, but you know, <clears throat> keep an eye out. I'm coming for it. Yeah, plenty I'm coming of time. for the title. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the dick blank the other day going to the studio mm-hmm. in his four door sedan who no. had no business thinking that I was racing him, but took it personally that I was going around him. Oh, that you him. went around him. Yes. You told me that. Yes. God. <laughs> and again, he doesn't even, it's not because a lot of times when you're in the sports car mode, People see that as a trigger, like, oh, this guy's an asshole. It's right. dark. It's 4 a.m. Yeah. But So it's a two-lane exit, and the far right lane is where I went because he was in the left exit lane, mm. and he was going, I don't know, 85, and I didn't want to. So mm. I got in the far right lane, and I punched it, and you could see it was almost like the Fred Flintstone thing. His feet hit the ground. He started, <laughs> and I'm like, is this is this guy? Because I wasn't <laughs> trying to race him. I was just trying to pass him, and he, yeah. he starts to like creep up on me. And People like, get so what, mad. What is his... And then he like... You could tell he floored it. Like, I think I almost heard his actor or whatever it was go... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Okay. Start smoking and... But ugh. the way the exit is, is I went to the right lane to pass him and then not cut him off, but get in front of him because mm-hmm. I need to be... Because it's one of those exits where the right lane goes where I don't want to go. Right. The left lane's where I want to go. And... And he's in the left lane. So when he's, I'm like, okay, I'm running out of road. So I had to floor it, which like leave him in the dust. Right. Get over to left lane. No problem. And then slow down because I've got a light that I have to hit. This dick is still chugging along. I'm pretty sure he blew a fan belt or whatever the hell you blow doing that because his car cannot be in the same condition. He decides... To not only try to ride my ass, but also he gets halfway to the, uh, to the to the center of the Corvette. Like, I think I told you, it was like he thought he might do a pit maneuver oh, on me. Yeah. Which is something, you know, police do that to right. where, the, where you hit the, the back bumper and you spin the car around. Because he was not only splitting the difference of the, the width of the Corvette, he was on my ass. And I'm like, what what is this guy doing? So... I, I, I gave a very, I gave a non-threatening brake check. The lights right. went on, but I didn't slow down. Mm-hmm. I hit my light, which was green, and mm-hmm. turned right, and he did whatever he did. He never followed her. I'm like, what is that guy's deal? I've noticed this more and more on the road where people are 
being very spiteful on the road. And, and I don't know if it's because everyone's pissed off all the, the year and a half we've had. It's just everyone on the road is one driving extremely fast, which I know you guys have talked about on the main show. And most and, don't have any business doing so. Correct. And they're not paying attention, which that's nothing new, but they're also just angry. They're angry on the road. And so that's, for me, that's kind of why I like having the Corvette because as you've explained, which I didn't, I understood it, but I didn't really experience it when we had the older Corvette that was a manual because I don't know how to drive a manual. <laughs> well, you do, but you don't. I do, but I don't. Learned I learned in Afghanistan, but it was not on a Corvette with that tight ass clutch. And yeah. that is the tightest clutch I've yeah. ever driven. Yeah. Um, Hello. So I didn't drive our older Corvette. And with the newer one and driving it, I've noticed it gets you out of a lot of situations that could be very dangerous because yeah. of these assholes. And it's different when you're in the passenger seat watching me get us out of those situations because you're not experiencing the same way. It's right. more like almost traumatic for you. For me, it's just like, oh, like I, you know, because yeah. I don't know what you're thinking, what you do and don't see. So, yeah. I right, agree. but now that you now that you're driving it, yes, yeah, it's more relatable because I notice yeah. you've calmed a lot with the mm. new Corvette when I'm driving, yeah, and when I'm driving in a in a very aggressive manner, right, you don't freak out at all, really, no. Nope. Whereas you used to a little bit, you know, a little drama, but it's good, it's fine, hmm. it's fine, hmm. everything, everything's is fine. fine. So um, that's an interesting observation though about people being so quote angry on the roads and I wonder how much of it is because you and I have spent the last give or take seven months living life as it's supposed to be lived to the best of our ability there were no concerts to go to but we were attending and hosting super spreader events and right um I don't, I don't remember at what point you joined me in the we're just not going to wear masks unless we absolutely have to to get a meal or because we support this business thing. But we've never experienced, we've never even seen any of that pent-up anger, COVID-related anger when we've been out in public. And I wonder how much of what you're observing is people who are so pissed off in both directions about everything over the last 15 months mm -hmm. that have no outlet or no courage or no way to express that anger. And so they mm -hmm. do it on the road. Cause Maybe. you're right. People are driving angry. So what I think it is, and I thought about this because I'm go, I'm driving to an area. I'm not typically, I don't typically go to now. And I've noticed a lot of just very, it's just abnormally fast cars on surface roads. And and they're not nice about it. It's not like, I don't know. It's just, it, you get there. It's a weird aggressive driving, but not in the aggressive safety, aggressive driving way. Um, I think people feel very protected being in a giant steel bubble. And like you said, they have, they have this pent up aggression. They can't take it out in person or, or, or they're not confident enough to do it, or they they just don't want that conflict. They're not that type of person. But when they're in this steel bubble where they feel invincible, which, ladies and gentlemen, you're not, <laughs> <laughs> they just take it out. They, they take advantage of the situation, if that makes sense. Uh, I think it's just a false sense of security, and people are really just, they're using it to the fullest extent. Kyle made that observation at some point in the last couple of weeks about, we were talking about road rage. And, you know, Kyle, we're going to do a whole probcast on Kyle at some mm -hmm. point. 
Um, but his observations are sometimes like wildly simplistically brilliant. And he, mm. he basically said, talking about road rage, is it just because people feel so safe in their insulated cylinders? He didn't use that term that you just used. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what it is. It, yeah. is it, and, oh, yeah, because oh, we were talking about that terribly awful story about a kid that got shot during Ooh. in Southern California because mom flipped off a driver and it was the wrong driver and the driver uh, had a gun and pretty soon bing bang boom awful geez. terrible thing and and because and that's why I thought well, um, Kyle's analogy or observation was so smart is you don't think when you just throw up a middle finger it's like yeah okay I'm just letting off steam but some dip blank has a gun for whatever reason and is center console and that's it it's and that might be their last straw, the middle finger. Yeah. You never know like what they're... It's not a, you don't know what someone's dealing with. You don't, like, like a kindness thing. It's a, you don't know how nuts this person is or what, what, where they are in their life. And just don't, don't even test it. You don't want to be the last thing that, you don't want to be the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and in, I've gotten the saying right. In personal <laughs> interaction, you can almost see that in a person. It's like, right. whoa, this guy, this gal is burp, untethered. Yeah. I'm going to back away in cars. You have no idea. Right. Yeah, none. So on the other end of the spectrum are, of course, our listeners. And mm. um, we've been spending, you and I have been spending a lot of time lately at Pottery World, one of our newest advertisers and partners. Pottery World. Yes, I know. And so does our bank account. I'm going to live there. Um, well, yes, you are because we're, we're getting... Way too much stuff from them, <clears throat> but that's for another time. You know, we'll probably do videos and pictures of how we're literally like throwing out all of our furniture to replace it. Bye, couch. Bye, the, coffee table. The, the couch? Bye, everything. Every, I, I know yeah. the coffee table's going. The, the, the couch? Everything's the, the, going. Okay. Everything the must go. The couch is three years put, old. Put a, put a sign the, on the, the house that says everything must go. The, the couch? Oh, I just flew fuzz in the air. What? There's, fu there's fuzz in the air that I didn't want it to land on the microphone and make noise. I don't know that's not works. how it works. They can't hear you. I'm not in the broadcasting gusty word. The microphone is not going to world. Pick, see, pick, see, that's why I'm not a broadcaster. It's not going to pick up fuzz <laughs> landing on the microphone. But you thank never you. know. These Actually, are high tech. I do know. That's I, what I'm telling you. Okay. So, um, we've spent a couple days having lunch and then walking around Pottery World, and we have been inundated with fans. Yeah. And people coming up who are just, they're fantastic. They're amazing. Yeah. They're, they're very sweet, very gracious. It's a pleasure to talk to. And they're almost apologetic either in the moment or after the fact, right? They'll send in these emails like, yeah. oh, I was so sorry. Don't be sorry. It's not necessary. Like, I'm sorry if I'm awkward or if I talk too much. Because if you come up to me, I'm going to talk your ear off. And <laughs> Rob's going to be in the corner like, thank you for taking her off my hands for a minute. <laughs> so please don't yeah. ever hesitate. Yeah, that, that's mostly accurate. <laughs> Um, but, uh, um, somewhere in that, um, vortex, I think it was between the pottery world posts that we did on Instagram and then talk about on the air and something else in that same time frame, which was the last couple of weeks, a friend, a very good friend who we won't name, you know, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that like, you know, I mean, Christina, you know who the person yes. is, mm -hmm. um, asked me about you getting creeped on by listeners because this particular mm. friend happens to have a very attractive wife and oh. is socially media active mm -hmm. and was is getting concerned about 
how she gets more socially media active and she's starting to get some some feels that are not safe or comfortable and um and I, I, I texted him back back at length, and I, I, I gave him some hard love. I said, well, you know, she's got to be cognizant of what she's posting if you're concerned about this. Um, you know, if you're, it's not that you shouldn't be allowed to post very sexy pictures on social media, but if you do, you're going to attract a certain element. Right. And you either have to be okay with that or not do that. Um, when well, you say very sexy photos, it's not like I'm posting like the... You mean like? No, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about oh, his oh, oh, his oh, oh, oh. person. Okay. Like like it, I, I would I don't think to my recollection I don't think for example you've ever posted a bikini photo of yourself. No, I think I mean there might be some from us in Hawaii, but nothing like okay. I'm I'm not doing. But like from like our pictures, not but right. yeah, no, no, and, you're right. And again, Sorry. there would be nothing wrong if you did, if we did. Right. We posted a photo weeks ago of you helping me wash the Corvette, which I mm-hmm. guess some people could claim was quote provocative because yeah. you were in shorts and a I was shooting crop you top. an attitudinal yeah. look, like get over here and help me. And and <laughs> when we posted that picture, I don't think we had any delusions over the fact that somebody might say something stupid. Mm. But if you were to tell me, babe, take a picture of me. You're in a string bikini or a thong bikini, and you've got your left hand behind the back of your head, <laughs> and you're jutting your, your breasts out. That's not how I pose, right. but okay. I know, mm-hmm. but maybe yes. this person's person does, mm-hmm. or something similar, okay. that you're going to attract more of those comments, is, is, what, is the point I was trying to make to him. is like, look, if you're starting to get concerned about this, yeah, you guys need to work together to decide what you're comfortable with. My, my point of bringing this up is that was the impetus of me trying to figure out. You, I know you remember last year we got that stupid email from listener Caleb who we've never heard from again. Oh, that guy. You went out on a girl's oh. day on a boat. Yes. Uh, what, Folsom Lake? Mm-hmm. And you posted a picture of you and one of your friends who was, you're both in bikinis or bathing suits, not bikinis. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he wrote some stupid email about, what was it I... That I How allow, you allow you? me to go out on a boat where you know a bunch of guys are gawking at us and with a bunch of girl or she he, oh, he this Caleb dude um, basically asserted that my friends and I were hopping from boat to boat and saying because he was he, there right. He was, no, he wasn't no. there. No, he just said, how do you allow... I saw a picture of Christina and her friends on a boat. How do you allow her to go out with these single women and also go roller skating in shorts? You know, everyone's gawking <laughs> at her. And I'm sure you know that they were hopping from boat to boat on guy, like with guys on, on... From every guy's boat. You know what I mean? Like when people tie up. We didn't... Which we didn't tie up that day. And if we did, it would, be, it would have been fine. No, but I remember... Did I... T- did I... Did I set him up for that, or, or did he just come to all that? Because I remember on that day, you told me the story. There was a group of guys, a boat of guys there that were, were all several, thirsty. There were several boats that started to surround our boat, but not in, like just like we were all just riding together as a right. boat group, and uh, with the with the courtesy that you do with the distance, and and it wasn't as if we were everyone was tied up, and so it. I think people know it. Is that a common term? Because like when you tie up. In Texas, in boats? we do tie up. Yeah, in boat. Okay, I, that just means when you basically you park your boat in the water, you all tie up and people hop from boat to boat. That's not what we were doing, but it was people were just kind of like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Waving things like that. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out did I did I 
tell him? Did I say that story no, on the air? Or no. he just presumed because that- he just presumed all okay. of it. It was it was a cold contact, basically. <laughs> cold contact letter where he saw the picture I posted. And he also obviously saw my roller skating videos that I post or roller skating pictures I post with my friends and just had this summary in his head of how I present myself in public and how you shouldn't be okay with it as my husband. Because it's usually, what, four to six or seven very attractive 30-ish year old women that may be, because it's very hot out, wearing shorts and halter tops tank tops and they're roller skating and somehow that combination equals slut i don't know equals us being disrespectful to our significant others because we don't want to pass out on the streets of sacramento from overheating (laughs) by wearing a sweatsuit of some sort (laughs) while we're roller skating or while we're on a boat (laughs) so so to finish the train of thought when i was talking to this friend that came up and then i thought have have we had any other issues with listeners like creeping on you? Because that was this guy's question. Like mm-hmm. like people being overtly aggressively coming at you in a get with me type way. Because I don't think I'm pretty sure no. I'd remember if that happened. No, and I think this goes to okay. First of all, I've never had. Because there, there was a period of time where, and I'll try to be, I'm, I know I'm long-winded, sorry y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> that warning means stand by no, for No, it's not going to be that long. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so I, with my social media, I made it public after a little while. Um, once I was more comfortable with followers, with listeners and everything, and we developed this, this, um, I developed a relationship with listeners in a way that, like, I appreciate. The, sorry, Scout. I don't know if the microphones up? are picking okay. that up. But. Scout's scratching his bed right now. That's Scout the Black Lab. Yes. <laughs> He's down. But, yeah, so I opened up my, my, I made my Instagram public, and I started getting floods of listeners because things would come up, like, stories you would tell where you'd have to reference, like, my page. And I was like, oh, well, this is, whatever. I, I love to talk to listeners. And since then, that was years ago. I have never had anyone say anything inappropriate. I've had inappropriate comments, like things like people think they can say out of line things that are maybe insulting or just things like that. Yeah, and that delete block. Yeah, delete block by by Felicia. Um, they are rare, though. I, I, we do want to point out. How it rare is. That it is. is very. It is very. It's rare. It's rare, and I, like I said, I love communicating with every, with all the listeners and everyone in general. I mean, I just, I just, I try to keep everything lighthearted on on social media in general. But I have not ever gotten any type of like hitting on me thing, and I think it's because you mentioned a while ago to me personally, this wasn't on the air or anything, that there's just this level of respect that people have for our relationship, and that's something that we've built, and we, it's just a. It just comes with who we are and how we present ourselves as a couple. And I think that's just a shield of protection from people thinking that they can even try that. And I and that that's why I tried to set this up without leading you into the answer because that's exactly what I told this friend. I'm like, the other mm-hmm. issue, dude, is you're not a public figure who has this ability to tell the story. Right. And, and, and I did also offer some suggestions about them telling their story as a couple better. 
because they don't have a radio show with a million listeners. Mm -hmm. So you got to online. And the reason I bring this up is I hope it's helpful to people who are going through the same thing. You know, if you're going to be on social media, you've got to make sure you're presenting the right story, which um, a few days before we recorded this broadcast, we posted pictures um, of us being out on a date night and everything. And we got, we got all of these wonderful, very glowing, great comments. And one of the things I noticed was multiple people commented specifically about, I always, and I don't know if you do this either. I, I don't pay attention to everything, you know, the hashtags, but, and I know you make fun of me for all the hashtags and stuff, but I always <laughs> hashtag us when we're together as best friends mm-hmm. and multiple people, mainly women commented Oh my God, it's so great that you always Aww. hashtag. And I'm like, that's that's it. You've got to We're best always. Friends. Yes. And, and one of our partners in Radvertisers, you haven't met yet, um, Shelby Elias mm-hmm. from financewithshelby.com. He and his wife are really good about this. Yeah. They present this image online of like, this is it. You mm-hmm. ain't getting through this. Yeah. And you've got to do that if you're concerned about, right. you know, this. You have to have a united front. And I even think, if it's a bunch of bullshit in the background. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> luckily for us, it's not bullshit yet. Some days, some days. <laughs> I some mean, days. There, there are days where he is a biscuit. What? And, no, you know, no. I just survive. <laughs> <clears throat> but <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it's a lot. I think social media went down a road where uh, or some people took it down a road where they would post their negative negativity and their their ominous quotes of, oh, you're not, you'll never get anything better than me. And then you post a picture of you on a date night two days later or something. It's like you you are now creating that Swiss cheese hole in your relationship. And I say that social media and the way you interact on social media is like the way you interact in your life. You treat You teach people how to treat you. So on social media, you need to teach people how to interact with you. And if you put out negativity, you're going to get negativity. Well, and one of the things I don't get is you and I have, and we talk about this on the air, you and I have this rock solid rule. If, if there is something that is annoying the hell out of us about each other, mm-hmm. you don't talk to about, you don't talk about that to other people. I mean, annoy, annoy is wrong. Talk about annoyances. But I mean, if we're like, if we're mad at each other. If there's a serious, you, serious thing. You don't run outside yeah. of the marriage. Yeah. And you see people do this on social media all the time. I don't get it. I feel like, and, and it's like, you didn't delete that after 12 hours when you woke up and saw that you posted that. You didn't go, oh shit, oh my gosh. <laughs> what are you doing? It's just, it's so, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I just, I've never understood it. It, it doesn't make sense to me for grown-ass adults to be doing that in a marriage. It's, ugh. Even, it even me out. in a three-year significant other relationship. Yeah, marriage, right? relationships, anything. Even friendships. When people have bad fr- things go wrong in a friendship Ugh. and you post all this random stuff. you Facebook rants, Instagram rants, whatever. Le- canceled. It's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> we are now canceling it, people. <laughs> so you referred earlier, because you couldn't help yourself, to you Uh-oh. are now a Juris Doctorate. I am. So you're a law school graduate. I am, yes. Um, congrats. Way to go. Um, Thanks, Boo Bears. And then, so the next step is, I know, so you can Google what this oh, no. is. I just spit on myself. It's okay. Oh, hello. That's hot. Not on, no, my straw actually mm. spit on me. Okay, oh. sorry. The next step is. You lubing up? 
Go on, Mr. Professional. So people can Google what an externship is, which is a specific to the legal profession thing that's Mm kind of like sort of a residency for a doctor, we'll say. Mm -hmm. But not really. Um, But then you take the bar. When do you take the bar and become an actual attorney? So uh, I'm not going to take it in July because I'm going to finish my externship in August, but I'm going to take it in February. So I get extra time to study, uh, which that'll be a fun roller coaster for you to ride shotgun on. Could it be any worse than the last three years or better? Probably. It's like the last three years condensed into four months. So what happens between August and February? Bar prep. That's it. Yes, so that's it. I, I could, because I could work. I could do right. I could so, do a whole, like, um, a pre... What? So, what? so you'll be home all the time? Pro- Every day? <laughs> from, Depending from August on, to February? Probably, <clears throat> but I'll be that's in my great. I'll be locked in my office. I'll probably have oh. a, like you know we have our medieval lock on our front door, like the the bolt lock. I'll probably have that on my office no, because great. I'll have to lock. Yeah, no, I was just I was just planning yeah. the next eight months of my life. Um, okay, see, so yes, bar prep. Why so? Wait, wait, wait. Why so long? Did they only offer the bar? Mm-hmm. They only offer oh, it twice. Dumb. Last year they offered it in October because of COVID. I don't know why they chose not to do that now. Um, but they're just doing a July and February bar exam. So uh, a lot of people have written in wondering, do you know what you're going to do as a lawyer? So I always say that I don't want to rule out anything except I, I, I don't want to do family law because I think it's a bit too emotional and I know myself and I would bring it home. I, I would bring home those emotions. Children are involved. Adults get petty. Divorce is sad. Ending. All that is just, it's a little devastating. And I don't want to do that every day. Yeah, agreed, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you're the lawyer equivalent of the vet technician who brings home 18 cats her first right. week. Because, yeah. you know, oh, well, somebody's got to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I can't say no to that being that person being me. And I don't want to do criminal defense because I just don't. And I mean, I, uh, per bono hours, we can talk, but I'm, I, I don't want to get into criminal defense for my own personal reasons. Um, I would like to do corporate law. Uh, right now, with my externship, I'm working in, with a firm that does franchising and all of that stuff. But other, I mean, it, it, in business law, employment law, on the employer side. So, so everybody, when they hear that, because I think I've mentioned that a couple times on the air, they just assume, oh, you're going to become Rob's attorney. That's not what this is about. No, because I don't feel like dealing position's with... position's filled. And I also don't feel like dealing with all of the waivers I'd have to do for conflict, <laughs> conflict of interest. Good point. So I, I, for reasons of my own sanity and to save my marriage, no, I'm not going to be Rob's attorney. I might... You know, chit chat with them, but yeah. Well, you already do that, but I, I brought this up for a specific reason because we actually have our first probcast email. Oh! That's the the hell was that? It was like a drum roll theme song thing because we don't have a ding well, dong, so we have a which is ironic because that's <laughs> that's actually the exact noise that the um, is made in. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation for the drum roll, which is one of the greatest holiday movies of all time that you don't like because you have problems. That's one where the turkey blows up? Yes. I don't need that in my life. It's a stunningly funny movie. It actually wasn't bad. I thought we, we watched it and I thought I liked it. You tolerate it for me. You actually liked it the second time more the than the first time. time. Okay, so maybe the second time. Okay. Anyways. What was that? What? Nothing. Um, no, by all means. Go ahead. I heard... Did you call me a goat head? 
Go ahead. So Jennifer wrote in talking about. How Hi, much- Jennifer. Jesus, she loves the Probcast. We love you too. But oh, she- the Probcast or the which one? The Probcast. She, she did it right there. Oh no, the Robcast. No. I think that's a typo. The no, Rob it's not cast. because it's the friggin' no, the Robcast. It's a problem. Babe, we did this last time. We're not going to do this again. We can't do this every time you're on or you can't be on anymore. Oh, we'll see. We'll see about that. Go ahead. Hi, Jennifer. And she's got, she has an interesting legal question. Oh gosh, I probably won't be able to answer it, but we'll, well see. It's, it's I, yeah, no, it's interesting. And a lot of times you and I have these conversations and work them out together. Hmm. So she's talking about, of course, COVID. Ugh. So she says... The CDC has already decreed that the vaccinated no longer need masks, which is true. So she says there's no longer a national public health reason to wear a mask. The remaining hurdle is local government mandates. For example, obviously California and a few other states. In California, the golden date is June 15th. Somehow COVID won't get us on June 14th at 11 p.m. Yeah. And on June 15th, we'll all be good. We're it's, all safe. It's yeah. amazing. It's Go really outside. what a what mm-hmm. a what science that is. Mm. But I digress. So she says there will no longer be a legal reason to wear masks either at that point. So my question is this: on what grounds can business require you to wear masks? Her example is a business can't say we only serve those in high-heeled shoes, glitter lipstick, black tank tops, or those wearing Joe Biden t-shirts, or can they? Yeah, they can. This is the crux of my question. If there's not a legal or public health reason, can a business require you to wear a mask? And if they can, how come? Okay, so first and foremost, disclaimer, I am not admitted to the bar. I am not an attorney. This is <laughs> yeah. just an opinion based on your knowledge. This is just my knowledge. opinion based on what I learned in law school. And next time Kevin's on the main show, ask him. That'd be Kevin Huey, super <laughs> Kevin attorney. Kevin Huey, super attorney. Blah, blah, blah. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, so it's still their private business. But can they do what she said? Because you said, yeah, they can. Can they say we only serve these? Because I don't think you what's can. What's the difference between, so you're, are you asking can they have a rule based on inclusion versus exclusion? See, that's the lawyer and you talking. Well, that's what I'm, I'm asking with the question. You threw it down there. I already know what it said. Well, and I, down there is the floor for those of you that aren't watching. <laughs> we don't but, have like a cave down. In the but but so, so, no, because I heard it both ways that you did. They They can say no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Yes. But they can't say, we only serve you if you're wearing a Joe Biden t-shirt. Can they? Why would you... Isn't that discriminatory? Based on what? Your political preference? Yes. That would be my case as a (sighs) non-attorney. It's not a protected class. In my, that's my opinion. That's where my brain goes. It's like, it's not, this is, it's, I, and I I don't want to quote any, any type of, any law or anything because I know I'll get it wrong just for the irony of it. (laughs) (laughs) Just because, just irony of it, which Rob does not prep me for this biscuit. (laughs) No, we do the probcast like we do the rad radio show. You find out on the fly like the listeners do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to have you show up One with, day, um, in you know the what? case of Johnson versus bureaucraticness. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's great fucking broadcasting. One day, by the way, we're going to flip the script and yes. you're not going to be prepped. That's my plan. I would love to do that propcast. You, you know how you're going to need months you, to prepare. You see how he just made my idea his own idea. Okay. Anyway, just want to make sure that went noted. <laughs> I didn't get any credit for that. <laughs> So I would, I think that they, I think they can, unfortunately, because it's, 
I just, uh, it's but it still has, a private business. You, but okay, but but it's not as if they're they're. Uh, but they the can't word? be excluding, as you said, protected classes. You can't say you whites can't say, only. Yeah, yeah that's literally that. what yes. the, the Civil Rights Act, Civil Rights Act, Civil was about. Rights, yeah. Um, or blacks only. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, but Joe Biden voters only. It's not a protected class. I mean, and, you get, if you say Joe Biden voters, how are they going to prove that? You have to bring exactly. Up, yeah. Well, I think her example was a Joe Biden t-shirt. You have to you wear have a to Joe, wear Biden, Joe t-shirt. Biden t-shirt. I don't know if that works, but uh, I mean, I guess that's the same as you have to wear a mask. But because, in other words, non-mask wearers are not a protected class. That's so, in my at this point in time. No, they're not. Technically, and they that's could where do I that. believe that they could. Because I just saw a story too. Being a, as long as they're a private business. Correct. Right. Yes. Private, we have yeah. to con- continue to hammer that home. I just saw a story about a private business up in Mendocino mm-hmm. who is, he, he runs a restaurant and he is adding a surcharge to their bill if his customers do wear a mask. So, okay. Interesting. Remember I had my, the party I went to, um, for someone that's with the wedding or whatever. Mm-hmm. We were... This is a party at, involving people for a wedding. Yes. Yes. Pre-wedding, let a batch. In the, in <laughs> the midst of COVID. Yes, in yeah. the midst of COVID. Yeah, right before the third wave, if, we I, were, if my memory's right. And we were in, in, a, in an area where... Wow, you're in an a, area. Stop it. See, I can't. See... Continue. You're in an area. No, I just wanted you to feel uncomfortable with, with the dead air. I Wait, it's not dead air because it's not because it's being recorded. Well, so this I can be edited out. Feel comfortable, right? Well, so you on don't one feel hand, comfortable. No, I don't feel uncomfortable. Oh. On one hand, you're right. We could, we I could have my minions, Brandon, Your Nick, minions. Kyle, um, edit that out to where there'd be no dead air. But I would tell them not to because I was not uncomfortable by it. I think dead air is a beautiful thing. Okay. For effect. Well. So well, you're in an area with so people. So we're in an area with people. And the Great story a, so far. There's a bar. <laughs> you are such a biscuit. I'm... Mm-hmm. So we're, we go to this bar. I didn't go. And you what? already know. I didn't go to the bar, but I was I was picking people up from said bar. DD. Yeah. Sorry, I was talking about your boobs. <laughs> well, at least you got it right. The size right. And, well, yeah. And so the bar actually had signs out saying... No mask allowed. If you're wearing a mask, we will not serve you. So that and I mean, they're they getting away that. with they're getting away with it. Right. And what? It, yeah, I mean, everybody can get away with choice. anything it's until a, it's challenged. Until you can't. Yes, yeah. and it, it's it's their choice. But the mask wearing is a choice at this point. I know there's a public health emergency, or yeah, the public health emergency issue, and and that's at play still. However, I really think that's getting quite watered down. And well, and her her, her, her premise have, is when that's lifted. Which they, in yeah. California on June 15th, that's all gone. Right. There is no public health emergency. How much more? But so, but, but again, to your point, she's saying, can businesses still say there is? And they can, right? They, they can, can say, in my business, I, you can't do this. Here's how I'll simple, oversimplify it to, to make it full circle or to bring it full circle. You go into a club. I'm not good with it. Yeah, see, I'm not good with the sound effects. I'll work on it. <laughs> you go into a club, and the rule is you have to wear a wristband, or you have to get your hand stamped, or you can't come in. So True. that's just that's what it is. They wow. can do that. That's a mic drop moment. Yes, I don't want to drop the mic because I don't know how to reposition it. But so um, 
last oh, night. Oh, I, I just tapped the mic. I think it, it's fine. Well, I tapped it like in a way to make noise, but I don't know if that's disturbing to the ears. Yes, it's very disturbing. You're very disturbing <laughs> and disturbed. So last thing, I mentioned that I've been making notes, and we haven't even gotten close through. Oh, I want to keep going. We'll split it in two. Yes, we can do. Yes, we will do another one. It's just a matter of whether you can tolerate doing now. part two. Well, we have to do these in phases. So yes, part sir. one is winding down of this episode. <laughs> it is. But I wanted to. This is just so fun. No wonder you decided to do this as a career. Uh, uh. Yes. I literally get paid to talk. It just took me, I, I don't know. the wrong career path. 15 years, you know, to get to the point where I could literally talk about everything and only what I want to talk about. Yeah. That's the hard part. Oh, and then being really good at it. You yeah. Know, so. You're so good, babe. Money. Oh, my boo bears. Okay, go ahead. Um, oh, that's right. I wanted to do that. Oh, that. We'll do that in the next episode, too. That's a fun one. Okay. <laughs> so I, I have my notes in front of me. Because every time loud. you say something silly... Or we have a funny moment. I send an email to myself and then I print them all out here. And and every single thing <laughs> okay. that I have makes sense to me, except I don't know what this note means. Oh. It was sent on a Monday night at 8 o'clock, which means I'm close to bed. What's and, the Monday? Like, re- okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll wait and I'll wait. There's, there, I'm setting this up if you can just okay. let me. Got it. So, so I send myself this email. I'm sure I'm three Tahoe Blue Vodkas in and I'm three. about to head to bed. What was that? What? Three. Yeah. Out of zero. It's a Monday. After that. Really, 30. I drink 30 <laughs> Tahoe Blue Vodkas on a weeknight. I'll give it to you on a weekend. No. No, no you don't. I do give I it to you on a weekend. To, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, babe, set it up. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what this note means. Okay. But it, it, it I sent it under the heading of Probcast Topics. Okay. Christina wants to tell people how to call in and comment. Yes. Okay. All okay. Right. You know what it means. Go for <sighs> it. Oh, well, no. Okay. So, you know how we have like the running joke, and I, it's not a joke. I'm going to do it. Where one day I'm going to, I will give Queenie a day off. Queenie is a phone screener for Rad, Rad Radio, the main show. And so, she'll come into the studio, the main studio. She'll with come Dawn in and, and she can just like, you know. She'll be on the air. Yeah. But you're yeah, doing yeah. phones. But I'll give her a break from the call. <laughs> Not that she needs it. She, the callers are great, I bet. I don't know. But there are some people that call that are not very... They shouldn't call. They should have a friend next to them that says, <laughs> this is not a good idea. <laughs> Just don't do it. And um, I forget. what Man, and I, I remember this conversation, but I'm forgetting what I was going to teach them because I didn't think it was a teachable moment. It was more of... Me saying one day if I come in and I I screen the phones, I'd be like, hey, what do you want to say? Oh, you have something bad to say about my husband? Okay, bye. <laughs> See, and, I don't like, remember if this came up again because there was a terrible call, which is every day. Yeah. Because I know, there, there was uh, a time, to your point there, there was a time where the backup, backup, backup plan, if things weren't going right, mm. I think especially during COVID, was that you actually would be like the third line of defense phone screener. Yes. And I was like, babe, you can't. You use that example. I'm like, you can't do that. You, you I can't. would, though. You, you can't. But I would. But it's entertaining when they get on the air and they <laughs> insult me or they're terrible. <laughs> so what do you mean? What is this? No, what, I'm trying. I, I don't, don't want you to, remember, to tell them how to call in and comment. I, I love it when they're awful at no, it. No, because they call and they're like, hi, Rob. And then you hear an <laughs> echo. And it's like, and it's like, okay, I'm sure the phone screener who at this point in time is Queenie, told you to turn off your damn radio, turn off your damn radio. Hi, Rob. And there's a pause. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, they, you, Take us off you do not need, They're told that. You, but you don't need to give the greeting of the day and then wait for everyone to greet you back. I get it. There's like the bits of like, oh, hi, 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 whoever. And then what's up, whatever y'all do, that thing. Dumb. I hate that. I mean, you, you're the professional. I just trust your judgment. <laughs> I think it's stupid, but I let it happen because people yeah, like it. Yeah, people like it. Um, <laughs> but but people, People. How fucking dumb. <laughs> How 2,000 of us. People will call and be like, Hey, Rob. Hey, Don. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Yeah, we don't need to do roll call. <laughs> the other one I hate And is, then they won't get to the point. And you're like, what are you calling great, for? That's great radio. And be, and be, but, but being your wife, <laughs> I know how to communicate with you. And so I want to teach the listeners how to communicate with you. Nah. You get to the, you get, you, you, you get his attention, you get his eye contact, and in this case, it means he's talking back to you in the microphone through your radio. Well, no, 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 mute the radio, excuse me, through your phone. And then you say what you want to say and you wait for a response or you wait to get hung up on. And then it's, just, I don't understand. And then people try so hard to be part of the benchmarks and like they try to do the benchmarks on, the, on their own. And I just want to tell people, please bless your heart. <laughs> Stop oh, doing it. Bless your heart. The ultimate put down from a Southern bless woman. Bless your heart. So yeah, that's, that's that. I know there was something else and I might have a part two of this rant. But don't get me started. That'll be for episode the, the two. ones. The ones that drive me nuts. I mean, and I've 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 exploded on the air over this. Is like it's. Hey Robert, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Cool. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Guys. We don't need multiple Love salutations. No. Get to the point. God. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, everybody's yes. on borrowed time here. <laughs> Let's go. And they try to like Ugh. predict your reactions or something like if they say oh i'm here and i'm like i'm driving on highway nine. Oh yeah i know brandon you're gonna go yeah nine it's okay stop stop we don't need you to narrate what's going on or what you think is going on did you say narrate 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 oh my god it's not narrate freudian narrate freudian it's narrate freudian freudian oh my god narrate you narrate a story babe there's an extra A that you're skipping. It's narrate. Narrate. No, oh my God, you're not serious. Narrate. There is not an A between the two R's. I'm it's N A R R A T E. Narrate. Narrate. No, narrate. N A R R A T E. Narrate. So it's not narrate. narrate. It's nair. N A R. Oh God. And R. You narrate a. a story. Narrate. I'm a narrator. I'm a narrator. Oh my God. You're not the bottom number of a goddamn fraction. What? Numerator, denominator. What are you talking about? That That's a top number. Narrator what? is not a thing. Narrate. Numerator's Wait, a top. narrator is a thing. You narrate. Narrator. No, not narrator. Okay, narrate and We're then done. narrator. Thank you, wife Christina, for being part yeah. of this episode of the Probcast. Robcast. I am your narrator. <sighs> narrate. That sounds so ridiculous. Narrate. That's the word. End this. Bye, y'all. Did you enjoy this episode of the Rad Probcast? Send an email to rad at radradio.com. A new episode of the Probcast premieres anytime Rob feels like doing one.